This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and the Shine On You Crazy Daisy book volume two. And today I have the incredible Jennifer Jones from Jennifer Jones Styling. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us and for being in the book. Please tell us about your business. Hi, thank you for having me, Trudy. Um, so my name is Jennifer and my business is Jennifer Jones Styling, where me and my team of stylists help mums from going feeling self-conscious feeling style confident and loving what they wear and what they see in the mirror every day oh I love that (laughs) but what was really interesting in your chapter was you talked about success how did your feeling of what success meant to you drive your decision to start your own business well for me so when I grew up I was always encouraged to be successful and I kind of had that behind me that encouragement behind me and but my idea of success seemed to be quite different I think everyone thought you have to earn lots of money be really kind of a big wig in a corporate role um, and I did that I went into a corporate life and um, but nothing ever sat right I never really found my niche mm-hmm. and I actually remember a lady in the HR department asking me if I'd found it yet because I kept like job like hopping I kept going to different roles doing different things and they were clearly like she can't find what she wants to do and um, And I was like, no, I still can't find it. And it wasn't till I realized that I just wasn't doing something I loved. Mm. And so I had to really dig deep and figure out what that looked like. And it turned out that wasn't in a corporate role at all. It was fashion and it was working with other women to help them feel good. And so I put two and two together. And that's how I came to this conclusion that I felt more fulfilled. I felt happy to be, I wanted to go to work every day. And I think that's what makes the difference that's what makes you feel fulfilled that's what makes you feel rewarded in your job and so it was for me success was bridging that gap between doing something I loved and I looked forward to doing and then making a difference too and that's what made me feel go home at the end of the day and go oh what a great day I've had you know versus watching the clock and thinking oh is it five o'clock yet I want to go home kind of attitude so yeah it was it was figuring out what success meant for me and then making that happen. That's the brilliance in this, isn't it? Because that clock watching that you can do in corporate, you could be earning all the money under the sun. But if you're watching the clock because you don't like it, that's not successful. And no. how you've just described it is what I would want everybody to find in their <laughs> businesses or in their lives is yeah. that feeling of, of accomplishment and being productive each and every day and helping and influencing other people yeah it's about being proud isn't it of what you achieve how far you've come and loving what you do every day and seeing the difference that you make I think that's certainly for me and a lot of people that is success but I think there's also lots of people out there who don't even know that's achievable or don't even know that's really a thing they just keep going and keep going in a job that they you know might like they don't hate it but actually they don't love it like that's the difference to me that's why they need to listen to the podcast Uh, (laughs) you say that you specialize in working with mums why did you decide to niche to mums um so when I first started my business I wasn't a mum myself 
Um, so although I was working with mums, it wasn't something I necessarily considered as a, a niche, particularly. Um, then I had my son and I went on maternity leave and I had time to think, which I think helps a lot of us. Um, had time to kind of um, reflect on my business, kind of look at everything that I'd done so far. And I noticed the trend. I was basically 90% of people I was working with, women, were mums. And they were facing the same difficulties. I then went through exactly that same thing myself after having my son. Saw, you know, firsthand. I always emphasised with how they felt previously, but when you go through something yourself, it takes you to another level. Like you really get it. Um. So I, I got it. And then I was like, yeah. So I really need to focus on helping mums because that's where I can do. I can be the best help, and that's where I can make such a difference. Mm. So yeah, that's why I decided to do that. And since then. I still work with people who aren't mums. I still work with men now and again. You know, I work with different people all the time, but the majority of the people I help are mums because that's where my expertise is. This is a really important point that you've just said because when people think, when they niche, they think that that's, I think what a lot of people are told is when you niche, that's your audience. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you niche, that's the audience that you speak to the most. It doesn't mean that you can't help other people but your niche is this and those are the people that you're wanting to attract as your ideal client, but you can help other people. Brilliant. Yeah, other people will still go through similar challenges. So they'll be able to connect with you and want to work with you. But certainly it helps you talk to the right people and make sure that you're helping them in the right way yeah. um, try and, rather than trying to help everyone. Yes. Well, there is that yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that mums can have it all? I do, 100%. Um, I, the funny thing is, is when I first started the business and I wasn't a mum, I was like, how hard can it be? Like this view of like, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be really flexible because that's one of the really great benefits of having your business is you can decide when and you want to work and what time you put into it and everything. Um, then I had my son, I had a slight panic because I thought, oh my God, now I'm juggling mum life, which is, you know, a struggle in itself, everything that you need to do and fit into your day. Um, and a business, which as a business owner, you well know, <laughs> you juggle a million things as well. So it's basically doubling the juggle. But if you're good already at juggling, <laughs> then you can do both of them. Um, and I think it's just, it's prioritizing it's making sure that you have that family time when you want it and it's required and you enjoy that time and then you also focus on your business when you're ready and and being organized planning it that's what makes sure you stay on track and you can juggle it in a good way but absolutely I'm, I'm living proof that you can do it my son is nearly two next week he's two next week so a toddler and running a successful business I'm doing it so if I can do it I'm pretty sure there's lots of other people out there that can also do that I love double the juggle I'm probably yeah. <laughs> so much juggling <laughs> um if there was one lesson that you would want every entrepreneur to know what would it be um for me it would be listen so listen to your intuition um, but equally don't listen to others so much <laughs> so don't listen to other people's version of success don't let that hinder how you feel and what you want to achieve um but listen to your inner voice listen to what's going on up there that's saying this is what you need to do this is your purpose you know it's always there it's just tapping into it I guess and finding it 
I think when I first started my business, I ignored it for quite a bit. I think I was trying to like a lot of people I was trying to help everyone I was like I just want to help <laughs> like I just want to do this and not listening to you know what was happening where I was gaining the most skills and where my skill set was and then figuring out who needed me and listening again there and um, that may, helped me niche down but if I'd have maybe taken some time at the beginning to listen a bit more to all of that then I might have got there a little bit quicker. But you learn things along the way. So it's not a regret, but it's certainly if I was starting out now or someone new was about to start a business, listen to your gut and listen to what you really want to do yeah. um, and then go for it. Amazing. I love it. Uh, what's your <laughs> favorite piece of business software? Um, I would say Canva, um, which I know a lot of people have probably said. Um, and that's because it's just really easy to use. It lets you create lovely visuals, which bring to life your business in terms of posting, which when you own your own business, you have to do that a lot in terms of social media. Even if it's not your forte, you've got to get into it. Um, and Canva allows you to do that in a really easy way. Create really professional looking images and visuals that you can share on social media. Um, and it's just quick and easy to use. I think that's what I love about it. And it's allowed me to upload my brand in there in terms of brand colors and logos and everything. So it's, it's intuitive. It lets you... Use it in a really easy way. Um, and there's lots of training as well. So if you did get stuck, there's loads out there that you can use and to get used to it a bit better. Yeah, it's that piece of software that, yes, a few people have mentioned in the podcast and in the book because most businesses now use it. It is the, the go-to for the piece of software that we use to be able to make social media easier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And when you're a business owner and you're juggling mum life as well and a business, and you've got a million one things going on. And um, having something that's quick and easy to use, that's not going to take up too much time to create something lovely, is perfect. That's exactly what you want. Because um, you need that time. You need to be efficient in the time that you have. So, yeah, it's really, really good for that. Jennifer, thank you so much for being a part of the book and the podcast and for telling your story. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's really exciting. I can't wait to read it. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.